0: I'm Stephanie. And these episodes are, sure? are <laughs> not, bad not, not bad. not great.
1: Not great.
2: Not bad. Uh,
1: okay. There are. <laughs> okay, so the first episode we're talking about is Hero, and this last episode we're talking about is Descent. Uh huh. If I could think of more completely polar opposites, <laughs> ways I feel about an episode it would be those two. <laughs> yeah. And you know by the title of them you wouldn't think it was it would be the way it is but uh yeah. We'll we'll get to it. So we're talking about hero, uh traveler, Veritas and descent. But uh-huh. first, I have to tell you I also have some bonus content I have to talk to you about. What? Oh yeah. Uh, the first thing, the the first thing I wanted to tell you about, uh, actually, um, there's something else, but it's much smaller and I'm just talking in code that only I can understand. So I'll just get to it. Okay. So those Chronicle things, you love them. You watch all of them. (laughs) no. Uh Nope. The Chloe Chronicles. We did the Chloe Chronicles, the the Oliver Queen Chronicles, the Vengeance Chronicles. And here is the Chronicles that you would be least interested in. Smallville Legends, Kara, and the Chronicles of Krypton. Nope. (laughs) And these are actually the last Chronicles uh, that they did for the show. And... uh, These used to be fun where we had Chloe and it was just kind of like this amateurly shot. You know, it it seemed like very much like just Chloe on a set cam and, you know, and you'd follow her. And now it's like these animated things. And they they did a really terrible one for Oliver Queen showing his origin. And this one, I got to say, is better animated. Um, It's all about uh, Kara before leaving Krypton. And uh, her relationship with her father, Zorel. and uh, and what happens leading up to the destruction of Krypton. So uh, <laughs> it's about twenty minutes, but it's again, it's like one of those things where it's like twenty minutes, where you'll never get your life back <laughs> that you lost mm. watching. Uh, and yeah, it is better animated, but it's, it's still like pretty bad. Uh, so
0: yeah, yeah, like I told you. The stuff about Krypton is—I I don't like that uh-huh. because it's so different, and all these Kryptonians have to have these like British accents to sound different hmm. from K- Kansas. Well, they live on, they live on Yeah, hmm. yeah. I, I'm not interested in Krypton, hmm. Krypton at all.
1: Uh, yeah, so- and I'm not
0: interested in Kara.
1: At all, <laughs> I was going to say. There's a there, there's two things that this thing is about, and it, you have no interest. But I mean, if you are listening and you want to check out something that shows a little bit about uh, Kara leading up to how she gets put in the ship and stuff, I, and Zorel's deception of everybody, um, it's eh, okay. You know, I'll put it on in the background, fold some laundry. Uh, <laughs> uh, It does show how Kara, like, finds out that her father's evil, and then he uses his little shield to take her memories away. So she still thinks he's good when she departs Krypton. And, uh, yeah, and and it shows, like, both ships flying away from Krypton, Kal-El's and Kara's at the same time. And uh, that's pretty cool, but I don't know. Leading up to it it is just kind of the
0: Anyway. She's a teenager, and he's a baby.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um,
0: Somehow she's how does Why is she in suspended
1: animation I think it's like she lands Somewhere by the Reeves Dam or something And then like goes underwater And then is in suspended animation There I don't know something I don't think it's ever really explained Either that or she was put in suspended animation On her way there but Mm -hmm. I don't know if that jives either Um, But it does show that um, uh, If it wasn't for Kara you know how Kara is responsible for naming Kal-El Kal-El, right? <sighs> yeah, that's terrible. Uh-huh. Well, Kara finds out about her uncle and his continued – even though Jor-El told, told his brother to stop mining, Zor-El continued mining and he was in league with Zod and they both wanted to bring about the destruction of Krypton. And their plan was bring about the destruction of Krypton, escape to Earth, take over Earth. Uh, good plan. Uh, and and uh, Kara finds out about this, and her father, and, and fights with her father. Her father gets mortally wounded, but then he puts like his blood in that blue crystal that he already had. Lara's DNA in, and then puts the crystal in the ship and t- and sends her away. After he takes her memories away, but before he takes her memories away, Kara actually warns Lara that Krypton is going to explode, and so that makes Lara and Jor-El put. Kal-el into the ship and send their baby away. So if it wasn't for Kara, Kal-el wouldn't not only really not have his own name, but he he would he wouldn't have survived.
0: Uh, see, I think that's why I don't like the Krypton stuff. Is because why would somebody destroy their own planet?
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it sucks. Uh, lots of ice crystals and stuff. Who likes that? They want trees. <laughs> No idea um, but uh we should since we're talking so much about krypton um uh, krypton krypton uh, uh we should mention the new show that's on yeah um it's weird <laughs> i found it was very like bsg slash game of thrones you know it Ugh. really felt like besides the words they were using like krypton and the house of l like i found it to be very different from anything superman related i've enjoyed you know yeah and yeah I mean-
0: it's very slick and uh-huh. cgi and otherworldly mm-hmm.
1: it yeah. definitely is otherworldly as krypton
0: <laughs> yeah but i don't know i'll i'll watch the next episode but yeah you know it's not my favorite I'm not really interested in it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm probably going to keep watching cuz I am a fan of anything Superman and uh you know my friend Derek does a podcast about it so it you know it's kind of like the mix of the both things. <laughs> I th- you know. And
0: also I think why I'm not interested in it is because it's one of those things we know it ends badly. <laughs> <laughs> we know how it ends, why do yeah. we want to see how we got there?
1: I don't know. Why you watch the Smallville? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, it's, it's, I, I'm always like a person that finds it hard to get into, um, like any of the space age stuff that they do in comic books, you know, Mm -hmm. unless it's like in a movie, I'm not about to pick up the latest cosmic adventure of Thor. I'd rather watch like, you know, some street kids get beaten down by Spider-Man or, or yeah. uh, you know, Superman saving, uh, you know, a little girl from a forest fire or something, you know. Um, something something more you Earth-based. can relate to. Yeah, something I can relate to. Exactly. And mm-hmm. once, they, once they start shooting off into space and all these different civilizations, I'm supposed to understand their yeah, religions and, this, and governments. Yeah. I'm like, this guild and that guild. I'm like, oh, I get very confused. But
0: Yeah. And then the lead guy, I mean, he's cute,
1: uh-huh.
0: but he's not like... Um, I mean, he's handsome, but he's not like Christopher Reeve, Tom Welling,
2: mm-hmm.
0: King Kang, handsome. Like, he's not Superman handsome. He has a a little bit of ethnicity, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like, his, like he might have some um, Italian, Southeast Asian, I, oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. He has some kind of ethnic, ethnicity to him that, mm-hmm. um, that, that screams now like oh this is all the rage of all the networks want somebody with this um but that doesn't say superman to me
1: yeah yeah well i, I don't hate know. to be shallow
0: <laughs> yeah. shallow like that
1: but yeah it's weird kind of fitting it into the continuity of it but i don't know i i found he was more like like greek or italian like mediterranean looking rather than like uh Asian. I don't know why. Maybe I'll see it differently the next time I watch it.
0: I mean, I was talking about like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I do, I, you know, I'm a stupid American. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're so uncultured. Um, all right.
0: Let's so, talk about this terrible episode,
1: Hero. Whoo, the one why where did Pete they, returns.
0: Why do they always give Pete terrible episodes?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know why. I don't know what they're and doing And I here.
0: hope I hope the show got a lot of money from Stride.
1: Oh, I hope the, it's I hope the reason it why worth. they uh, they they had some good special effects in here is because Stride, you know, paid the money. It's funny when they did you like that opening scene where everybody's walking to the Stride Club? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's actually this like B roll from. Uh, from season three's Exile. Remember the club that Clark walked out of and then got into the phone booth, ripped his shirt? Uh-huh. Remember? Yeah, that's the same exact club, except that now they have a big stride sign on it. And I don't know if that's B roll from the Exile episode to save money, and then they CGI'd that sign in, or they just used the same club. But it seemed to be the same exact way they lined up the shot.
0: Um, yeah, I'm sure they just put the stride. I was like, this sign looks very familiar. It. Mm-hmm. it did to me, too.
1: Now, we also have special guest stars. One Republic. Are you a, mm-hmm. a One Republic fan?
0: Yeah, I am.
1: Are you a member of the Republic?
0: Mm, <laughs> I I, is that a thing? I, I
1: just made that up. <laughs> okay. Are you a rep head? <laughs> uh, yeah. Jimmy,
0: Jimmy, and Kara are on a date.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm glad if this is drawing to an end.
0: Yeah, she doesn't um, ha- have a memory.
1: Yeah, and speaking yeah. of Shallow, this whole memory thing is really turning Jimmy off. <laughs> oh, boy. How to deal with this? Might as well go back to Chloe. At least Chloe remembers things. Yeah, Chloe re- I mean, her mind's always on Clark. At least she has her mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, um, um, we have One Republic playing, and uh, they have got uh, several separate. Yeah, they're bits. really
0: rocking rockin out <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, at the gum factory, <laughs> and this this whole joke about like why are they playing in a gum factory while they making music? And apparently, it's it's because like Stride went like bankrupt or something or had to close down the factory because the flavor lasts so long. See, Steph, that it's oh. hard. Remember that that was the whole ad line of Stride, like they'd put themselves out of business because mm-hmm. the flavor just goes on and on and on.
2: Uh huh.
1: I'm not sure if they actually are still in business, (laughs) to be honest. Uh,
0: The whole gum situation now is really bad. Yeah. It's so hard to find good gum.
1: Tell me about the gum situation, Steph.
0: It's it's really... (laughs) I don't like any gum.
1: Yeah.
0: I like Orbit. I like Orbit cinnamon and Orbit... I guess it's peppermint because it's blue. Right. But I do not like mint. I do not like green gum. I would not like kryptonite gum. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back.
1: Uh, so, yeah, they we haven't seen Pete. Pete. Pete shows up. He's a roadie for One Republic now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, life has just dealt him some terrible cards. He's just a roadie.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not in college either. Like, maybe he is, and he's just got this job, and he's somehow still in college. Um but yeah, we haven't seen him since season three when uh, he basically exiled himself um, because he knew Clark's secret. And, uh, you know, we mentioned before that they wanted to bring him back for a couple different episodes, like his uh, Chloe's prom date. Um, oh, uh, also when uh, Mr. Mixel uh mm-hmm. that whole episode, they wanted Pete to be on the opposing football team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it just never worked out. Because so, he
0: was so busy hanging out with his – whatever she is.
1: Uh, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Making music. <laughs> Sam Jones the third, not Pete.
1: Oh, uh, OK. Oh, we'll get into that. I, I have a whole thing written uh, to say goodbye to Pete at the end here. uh okay. Tease. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah – Pete chews some stride gum that was, uh, I guess, dipped in some kryptonite that was just leaking through the floor or something. I have no idea.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, the speaker falls and Pete saves Kara. I love how the One Republic singer like stops the show and he's just like, hey, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine this guy like, oh, man, I got a line, too? Awesome. <laughs> it's like Amy Mann That's and sweet. Buffy. <laughs> yeah, that sweet stride, sweet stride money. Yeah. Man, I hate playing Kryptonite towns. <laughs> <laughs> uh the stretchy powers by the way is not a- anything that's uh new to Superman uh comics. Jimmy Olsen had stretchy powers in the comics uh for a time and he was called Elastic Lad and he was he was a part of the Legion of Superheroes for a time.
2: Mm. So,
1: yeah. Um so yeah, of course Pete When
2: was
0: that? Like the 60s?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> All sorts of wacky stuff happened In those, like, 60s, 70s comics Um So, uh, Pete Goes back to the the
0: farm farm. And finds Lionel there Just chilling in the
1: kitchen What the hell are you hanging out With Lionel for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, uh, meanwhile we have Lex, uh, looking at this Um, monogram Uh, that matches The symbol in his family crest that's Showed up there last episode, by the way. I, I that was one of those teases I never actually talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you know, I teased it the week before that the some stained glass window would be changed or something. Yeah, yeah. In fracture, they put this Veritas symbol in the Luther family crest in the stained glass window, as if and made it seem like it's always been there. It's always
0: been there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I like this little shot of the Veritas symbol. Over, wait, I think that's in Veritas, where it's like over his eye, the V. Anyway, um, so he's talking to Kara and like this bracelet she has, like their symbols on it. And Lex, of course, is like, Clark is hiding the meaning of these symbols on the bracelet from you. This whole storyline, by the way, pisses me off because Kara's lost her memory. So she now knows, doesn't know how to tr- who to trust Lex is playing that to his advantage, and Clark and Lana inexplicably just are just not telling her because she's hanging out with Lex. Rather than explaining to her, Lex is evil, here's where you come from, these are what these symbols are, ask me anything, I'm here. I'm here as a Reddit AMA. Kara, anything you want to know, I will tell you the best that I can. No, instead, like Clark is like hiding her bracelet. Clark is lying to her and Kara knows there's something going on. And of course the only person that's pretending to be her friend is like Lex. Mm -hmm. uh,
0: Yeah. It's kind of, of course she's going to go to him.
1: Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's one of those like plot contrivances. Like, Oh, we got to get Kara perhaps working for Lex and yada, yada, yada. Um, Kara, in the comics, actually, Kara had a relationship with Lex, but I think it was, like, there was, like, several different versions of Kara. I think one was, like, a robot. (laughs) I forget. But uh, it's something like that. Um, Like, she ended up, like, being his, like, henchman or something. Or henchwoman. I forget. Comics people, don't at me. Um, (laughs) All right. So, Pete's pissed about Lionel. Uh, He dropped his ties to protect Clark and himself from being hurt. And now he's super jazzed. He's like, "Yay, I'm the hero! I got stretchy powers!" And Clark just immediately is like, "No, no, 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 no! We got to stop this. We got to take this power away from you." How what, it, kryptonite? No, no, you're going to be, go, you're going to go crazy any second now.
0: <laughs> and he does. And he, he goes bad. Yeah, Pete's like just well, like Lana
1: Come did. at me! I'll threaten you. I'll, 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 I'll reveal your secret. So, and uh, god damn it, Pete, just ugh. I just hate Pete at this moment. <laughs> like like he was so he was a good guy in the first couple seasons. And he learned Clark's uh secret edit, identity. He was cool for a couple episodes and then he just started whining about it and then left the show and then came back and is whining about it even more. Mhm. Stop whining. Uh, another thing that's crazy about this episode is that uh we have this weird plot contrivance that Chloe is depending uh on an IT department to keep her computer running or keep access to her files. This woman that can break into anything with her computer, all of a sudden needs IT's help to find out where her files are. <laughs> that's, mm. just, that's ridiculous. And meanwhile, Lex is the new Michael Scott. He's looking at everybody's computers, reading their emails. And Chloe, Chloe's like, those are my files. You can't have access to those. And it's like, no, Chloe, like in the real world, whatever you put on your work computer belongs to the company you're working for. The company that owns the computers and, yeah. and, and, and this even, we've even hit this plot point before. Remember when the Luthers bought machines for the torch and then yeah. she put all sorts of stuff about the wall of weird on the machines. And then Lionel just re uh, took those machines away. Like she <laughs> didn't learn her lessons the first time. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, this episode yeah, it's bad <laughs> uh, Pete tells Chloe about his powers She says, don't stretch in front of Lex And Pete's very much <laughs> like No, I won't tell any secrets or I won't keep any secrets from anyone I'm proud of having powers and Lex can kiss my ass And Um and then we next see Pete in Lex's office uploading viruses to get Lex back. Like, Okay, so Chloe needs IT help, Steph. And Pete mm-hmm. somehow is can upload viruses in this episode. Who wrote this damn thing? <laughs> that
0: actually look like actual viruses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was written by Aaron and Todd Helbing. And I don't even know if they've written anything before or since. That doesn't sound familiar at all. <sighs> But they shouldn't. They should have just immediately lost their jobs at Smallville. I'm sorry, <laughs> Hellbang brothers. Um, so Lex blackmails Pete. And um, meanwhile, Chloe's, <laughs> Chloe and Clark Clark shows up and uh, starts talking to Chloe about Pete. And all of a sudden, all the power goes down in the offices. And Chloe's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Looks like we got infected by a virus. You know, this just sounds like something Pete would do. Pete, Pete wanted to yeah. get Lex back. So, uh... This is nobody else I can think of that would take our computers down with a virus. I hate this episode. Uh...
2: The
0: Hellbergs work for they write on the Flash now.
1: Oh the Hel- oh good. <laughs> <laughs> They're producers. Ah, uh, well, you know the Flash pulls out some good episodes here and there too, and they've got a stretchy man now. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Clark Clark uh, tells Pete that he The kryptonite is affecting his judgment And I just wrote down No Clark this sounds a lot like Pete,
0: <laughs> like, Pete Pete's just an ass
1: Yeah like Clark is was He tries to get the bracelets Out of Lionel's safe And then uh, Pete like pulls out kryptonite And takes down Clark And takes the bracelet And it's like yeah your good friend is hurting you. It's definitely it's time to whoop this guy's ass. I don't know. <laughs> um. So Lionel finds Clark on the floor, and uh, Clark gets up and he's like, "We're gonna we're gonna have a talk about we're gonna have to have a talk later about you know, you having this bracelet in your possession." And uh, it never actually happens, but there is a deleted scene where they, he does come back and ask him about it, and Lionel is like, yeah. "I stole it from Lex." Um, during the episode Fracture <laughs> um, He doesn't say that But uh, during the, the events of those, uh, that episode And he was hiding it to protect Clark Because he does everything to protect Clark uh, Meanwhile, One Republic is rocking some uh, Mercy Good song uh, <laughs> There are like three songs in this episode And they're the only three songs of One Republic I like <laughs>
0: yeah well they're the only ones i know
1: yeah i don't think i've i don't think i've ever listened to the rest of their albums but um so uh lex ends up uh i guess knocking the gum out of pete's mouth or his henchman does and that takes away his powers (laughs) and so he decides to stretch his arms back behind his back and uh I love how he's like screaming. He's like, yeah, and then it it cuts over to one Republic and they're like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that was funny. (laughs) Um, okay. So then we get the ending where Pete finally admits, I was always a little jealous of your life and it was easier to blame you. I'm sorry. (laughs)
2: Oh,
1: ooh! Best writing the i have ever done uh, <laughs> doesn't exactly make up for the amount of pain that Pete's put us through, uh, but it's good. It's a good ending for Pete, where he can mm-hmm. admit, "Yes, I am an asshole, and I am sorry." <laughs> <laughs> so, a um, couple of interesting tidbits here at the end uh, um, in the Daily Planet scene with Jimmy, Chloe, and Pete. Pete takes out a piece of stride gum and begins to chew Chloe's shocked and Pete says, relax It's kryptonite free Jimmy then laughs, which makes no <laughs> sense Because Jimmy has no idea What kryptonite <laughs> is
0: <laughs> mm, Maybe that's why they deleted it
1: No, no, that was in the episode
0: Oh, that was not a deleted scene Not a deleted
1: scene, though. Although I can kind of feel for Jimmy every once in a while. People say something around me and I start laughing with the group and I'm like, <laughs> what was that? What did he even say? That wasn't, was that funny? Uh, and now I shall tell you about Sam Jones, the third. Um, okay. he, uh, recurred on ER, uh, for like three seasons until 2009. And wow.
0: Uh, ER was still on in 2009.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And longer, I think, um, then he got a lead role on the show Blue Mountain State. Um, he co-starred with uh, Alan Richson, who plays Aquaman on Smallville. Uh, mm. Football show, I guess. I've gotten, I've gotten it recommended to me before, but I don't know. Then in 2010, a sex tape with his Playmate girlfriend, Carissa Shannon, leaked. And they first tried to block it, and then they decided to strike a deal with Vivid Entertainment to release it. And then they capitalized on the scandal by releasing a song called juice uh, and vodka which is mm-hmm. in our Facebook group and yes if you ever wanted to like you know torture your kids or you know make your dog howl you know play this really loud it is awful have you did you listen to it mm-hmm it's most it's mostly Carissa Shannon and she's like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just like drove every way, went away from our podcast, but it sounds like that. And then there's Sam, every once in a while, like throws in a couple of raps. But it's uh, like she sounds like Barbie girl.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, their sex tape got leaked. Got, you know, somebody just exposed their sex tape. How mm-hmm. dare they!
1: so, yeah, I, I love how they're like, they tried to block it. And then they're like, well, the hell with it. Let's make some money off of it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, after Likely that, story. in 2011, he was, in, he was arrested, uh, for intent to distribute Oxycontin, um, about $35,000 worth of it. Um, he got the nickname, the Hollywood connection. Uh, so his side of the story, I read an interview with him and, uh, that he had a childhood friend who begged him for the money to get him out of debt with the Mexican cartel. And then he decided to buy all that co- oxy It had nothing to do with Sam. With Sam's money. That was that the guy was borrowing. Um, but yeah. Um, but somehow I guess the police didn't believe this. So Sam was sentenced to a year in jail and he got like three years probation. He lost his passport. So he lost the ability to go up to Canada and, and film blue mountain state. So he lost ah. his role there. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know what else he's doing these days. Uh, perhaps attempting a comeback. I've, I I kind of Googled his name and I saw he had done some like funny YouTube videos here and there. But uh, <laughs> I can't tell you that if you if you Google him, um, he the dude is in shape. <laughs> he's got many, he takes many pictures of himself without his shirt, and the dude is like. Rock solid like he's got Abs that are amazing uh, So I guess he's got That <laughs> So uh,
0: yeah but You know there are you know watching these These shows that we've been watching you just Realize how many Actors You think would go on To other things yeah. And they just they're just You just wonder what they're doing Now because their imdb just Ends
2: yeah right
0: and it's just it's sometimes you think it might be better to be just one of these bit players in uh Vancouver. You just just there's endless <laughs> yeah. supplies of roles for just day players mm-hmm. than oh, you get a role on a successful w b slash c w show, and you know a couple of years later, nobody has heard from you,
1: right. And you know, so many times, it so many people watch Smallville. So I'm sure a lot of people have a hard time not seeing him as Pete. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably why he got the role as Blue Mountain State because it's just like another. I think it's like college football. You know, so
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, that's why management is so important.
1: Yeah, I don't know yeah, what I'd rather do right if person. I if I was if I was to become an actor. Like, I wonder if I'd feel better. Being able to work a lot and not be recognized, then be recognized for that one big thing. But then again, yeah. if the one big thing pays in residuals and you're set for life, then maybe that'd be f- fulfilling. You just do a lot of theater. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Um, one last thing. Uh, there was a, a bonus uh, feature that went along with this episode. <laughs> it was called oh, Smallville. Oh, like we need more. Yeah. It's called Smallville Visions. It was a comic book sponsored by Stride. <sighs> And it took place alongside this episode. So you remember Jordan Cross from Hereafter? No. Mm-mm. He was the kid that sold uh, the future, saw people's – how they died, how how they're – they, like he saw Lana in bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was like the – like we saw him like running with Lana and Chloe in the high school. He was on track or something. Anyway, uh, he shows back up. Uh, in the comic book, He he sees Pete save Kara – And then he warns Clark that Pete is in danger And then he ends up getting kidnapped by Lex And Lex like straps into a chair And tortures him to find out uh, How he dies, how Lex dies And Jordan reveals that Lex should be already dead And uh,
2: Mm.
1: And then Clark saves the day So it's just a little comic book They threw it on the Blu-ray or DVD
0: Yeah, because we get all this all the time About how Lex is like I can't be killed Yeah I should have died a million times mm-hmm. And it goes along with the next episode
1: Yeah, best needle drops One Republic, One Republic, One Republic Stop and stare, <laughs> mercy And apologize And I'm sorry, I take one last quick detour Steph During the t- during the uh, podcast Starkville, South L. That probably people who don't listen to it Are probably tired of hearing me talk about But uh, Steve Gloss and one of the hosts Recorded a uh, version Of Apologize called chocolate pie (laughs) (laughs) And it was the funniest thing Uh, And while I don't have a copy of that to play For you guys uh, at the end of the Episode Steve had actually one Time uh, uh, Considered leaving podcasting So there was this whole thing that me And the guys from media junkyard A podcast I used to do years ago uh, We did like kind of a tribute To Steve because you know he He's so funny he entertained us so much uh, and we ended up recording our version of Chocolate Pie. So <laughs> uh, while I probably shouldn't play Steve's version, uh, I will entertain you with the probably the lesser known cover of a cover of a parody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll play it at the end of the episode. I'll close out the podcast with that. So uh, enjoy? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I sing it and so do three other guys. So uh, uh, enjoy. All right. So, yeah, we should get into Traveler. <laughs> Steph, I know you're going to listen to it. Uh, Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. This is the one where Clark gets imprisoned by Chief from BSG. Uh, Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. Or the sheriff's deputy from season two.
1: Uh, Yes, right. Exactly. Or season one.
0: Oh, season
1: one. He's the one that kidnapped Chloe and holds her in an amusement park. And Lana has visions. The episode is called Obscura. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like the opening of this where like Yeah, it's very cool. Like shit, Clark's getting taken down. Like, like,
0: I can't believe that nobody figured this out sooner.
1: Right. Well, you know, not many people actually know that he's uh allergic to kryptonite, you know. <laughs> mm, that's true. Um
0: So who does not know- so so Lex didn't really know that Clark was kidnapped.
1: Right. This but, is all Lionel.
0: Oh, Lionel did this. Right. Okay.
1: Did you watch it? <laughs> yeah a while ago yeah did you you didn't rewatch these, did you?
0: I tried to, yeah I did, but earlier in the week,
1: yeah I mean you watch these too quick, and then we have a whole week before we record again, yeah, it's okay, I don't blame you. <laughs> We're watching the last four episodes of the season uh after this, and I'm sure you're gonna blast through them today <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Lionel knows. Hey, there's other people that I don't want to get to go through. Lana, Chloe. But so
0: okay, so Lionel had Clark kidnapped. Why? Uh-huh.
1: Uh, because Patricia Swan came to town and um, she wanted the Traveler. Um, and you know, there's this whole thing. We find out that there's this envelope in Zurich where the contents of it we'll find out. Uh, about, but uh, somehow they're going to be used. They can be used to control the traveler.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: Lionel, I think, decided to pop him in a cage to uh, keep him. If he is controlled, keep him from hurting other people. And you know, Patricia Swan had a key, and I think we didn't know where the other key was, or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, my next line is my next my next note is Look at that Vancouver skyline. Mm-hmm. When Lionel gets out of the helicopter and meets with Patricia Swan. Mm-hmm. It's Vancouver all in the background there.
0: Look at that overcast, dreary
1: Vancouver <laughs> <laughs> weather. Seems like a perfect vacation spot. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this girl was she on Flash Gordon or something? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, she's Gina Holden and uh, she did she co starred with Eric Johnson, who played Whitney on Flash mm-hmm. Gordon. Yeah, she seems very familiar. Yeah, yeah, I thought she did too. And then I, I, I never watched Flash Gordon, but she's just—I don't know. She seemed talented. And I, I, I was very disappointed to see her get killed at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, because she was a good but actress.
0: I knew she was going to because she knew Clark's. She knew about Clark. I was <laughs> yeah. like, <"Oop>, "You're dead. <laughs> you're dead."
1: <laughs> uh, so we start learning about the Veritas uh, Clan. Uh, Council, or whatever you want to call it, it's the Luthers, the Queens, the Teagues, and the Swans.
0: It's their uh, it's their astronomy club, yeah,
1: (laughs) their Illuminati group. (laughs) Uh, and we start. uh, Patricia uh accuses uh Lionel of like killing like everybody else, but um, well, her (laughs) uh, so but Lex kills her, yeah, Lex kills her. Um, let's see who else was in. Okay. So we know that the queen's jet went down and we're just assuming that Lionel is responsible for that. Um, there is, um, there's Genevieve Teague who Lionel Mm -hmm. did kill with poison. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. We
1: never actually met the father. So he must either, he must've passed away before that or something. Maybe we'll find out later. Uh, uh, Virgil Swine, uh you know, I, I, think they're, I think Patricia was alleging that uh, Lionel had a, played a role in killing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all, this whole Veritas thing is actually a way for the writers to kind of hit some material they wanted to do back when Christopher Reeve was on the show, but they couldn't mm-hmm. continue on with it um, because he passed away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so this is stuff they were... Hinting at in like season two, and then they finally were like, Okay, let's do something for season seven. And also, it makes sense, it's like writer strike is going on. What better time to l- recycle some old ideas? <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. what did we have? What did we write down? What before, you know, I, I there's nothing official I have that says that, but it's just what I think, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So, did they think that this was going to be the last season?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, they were thinking about this being the last season Towards the beginning of the season mm-hmm. um, They then Well, I've got a whole thing about that later uh, It's
0: so, I mean I'm so glad It It would have been really sad If this was the final season
1: Uh-huh, yeah
0: This is not a good way to go out
1: <laughs> No, uh, no Because there's, there's lots of stuff in here That just, I don't know It's some good ideas but man it could be do, be done so much better and maybe that that's mm-hmm. you know they did, they didn't have enough time in the writers room to probably work
0: on so they probably the episodes probably needed to have been gone over a time or two like from Miles and Millar Miles the <laughs> <not right>. Miles, <laughs> Miles Alan and Millar Nope <laughs> <laughs> Nope that's Oh yeah, not right it,
1: it is Al and Miles but yeah it's Al, Al Goff and, and Miles Millar
0: Goff and Millar Yep
1: yeah. All right. Let, let's push-
0: Especially, oh. there's just mm-hmm. some lines that Chloe has that I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, not, please tell that me. That is what- not. That is not the way Chloe talks.
1: <laughs> uh. So. Uh. Yeah. It looks like Chief loves torturing Clark. I guess he used to work at level thirty-three point one. He hates media freaks, and he just thinks that Clark's one of them. Um, I love when Clark. Uh, Sorry I love when Chloe and Lana Go to accuse uh, Lionel of uh, Being involved And uh, Lionel puts the blame on his son (laughs) And then Lana's like If Lex harms Clark I'll kill him And like You see Chloe's face Like her eyes bug out a little bit Like What the fuck (laughs) Damn girl
0: (laughs) This escalated quickly
1: Yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so they are like, okay, okay, so Clark is being held in some sort of cell. or You know, he's in trouble. We need help. We don't have powers. So what do we do? Uh, well, let's see what's at our fingertips. What are our resources? We have Kara. Kara does not have her powers. Kara does not have her memory. Kara potentially works for Lex. Or... There's a Justice League team. There's Oliver Queen, the Flash Cyborg, there's Martian <laughs> Manhunter. No, it's probably easier. Let's go get Kara against her will from the Luther Mansion. Somehow get her to the Fortress of Solitude. Somehow get Gerald to restore her powers. Sounds a lot easier than call Oliver Queen, I would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, come on. But whatever. We need to have Kara get her powers back somehow, so. Um, I love how my uh my Smallville wiki notes say Lana and Chloe head off to get Kara in Chloe's Yaris. <laughs> 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 to the Yaris, um, yeah. And it's great how this thing is set up too, because Kara is there uh, packing her bags because Lex is like, "All right, we, let's go to the. We're gonna go to the the laboratory, magic laboratory. We're gonna get your we're gonna get your memory back. No problem." And then Lana and Chloe, two people that she barely knows, especially since she doesn't have her memory, she really barely knows them, shows up and is like, listen, you got to come with us quick. There's no time to explain. (laughs) And she goes with them. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: last episode, she didn't trust them. Right.
1: Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, we have this great scene at the Fortress of Solitude. Where, uh, Chloe brings Kara and, uh, and she says, I love your son. He's in danger and he needs our help. And from the book of Smallville. Okay. Fans of Smallville and Chloe in particularly, in particular, enjoyed Chloe's impassioned plea to Jor-El at the Fortress of Solitude. Um, Writer Don Whitehead says, We know Chloe loves Clark. Is it romantic love? Is it platonic love? It's love. It transcends the platonic or romantic. She loves him with every fiber of her being. Here, Chloe is willing to face down Jarell, who can be very dangerous. She's not just saying, I love your son and that's why you should do this. She's also saying, your son is in trouble. You sent him here to Earth to help us and we need you to help him. I'm here to help him. She almost becomes an emissary of Cal el to come to the father and say, give Kara her powers back to protect your son. I think Jarrell mm-hmm. responds to the fact that her son is being threatened and sees that right now, that's the smartest course of action. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that's sad about this whole thing is that jor actually doesn't talk back to Chloe. jor kind of like, hmm, kind of waves his hand.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, maybe he doesn't think that, you know, she's beneath him and she does, she's not uh you know, high enough to worthy she's not worthy enough to hear his voice.
1: Yes. Chloe of Earth. (laughs) (laughs) I do not have time to talk. I am catching up on the Sopranos. (laughs) But please here you go. (laughs) So yeah, this amnesia arc isn't over quick enough. We get Kara back at full power, full memory. And um uh, so Lionel, meanwhile, is trying to get Clark out of his cell. He's now al- aligned with Patricia. And I love that P- Pierce – Pierce, by the way, the the name that Tom Welling has on Lucifer, the, um, Aaron Douglas here is called Pierce. Um, mm. Pierce knocks out Patricia and um, – which actually allows Lionel to uh, uh, take, I think, the necklace right here, but – um, I love it. He goes, you think I'm going to let you and the Swan Princess set him free? Which is really funny because I was watching this on my earbuds taking notes. And what were my kids watching on the TV? The Swan Princess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so.
1: Anyway, there's uh, an amazing rescue. Um, Kara just busts down the place, throws the cage like through the glass. There's this like gruesome death because Chief goes like... F- Gets uh, gets knocked out of there by Lionel and falls down into rebar and stuff, and yeah, big shock. Clark is Clark sees Lionel standing there. He's the one who is was holding him captive. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? Okay, I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. Okay, yeah. So Patricia, yeah, that's when Patricia aligns with Clark. She's like, "Listen, I'm going to move to Metropolis. I'm going to be your go-to." And we're going to make everything okay. Lionel is bad. Yep. He wants you all to himself.
0: Yep. That's when I was like, oh, she's, she dead. She did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Clark, of course, wants him to explain himself. And he says, oh, I built this, this evil, uh, the this cell for your evil fellow travelers, not for you. <laughs> and uh, he begs of, he's like, I'm a different man now. And Clark just says, no, you're not. And walks away. Oh, Damn. And Clark tells Kara.
0: back on my daddy.
1: Yep, Kara feels all foolish for trusting Lex. Clark says the Luthers are a lost cause. They only want to do what benefits them. So.
0: But just the other day. <laughs> they're,
1: great on, they're great huggers. They're great huggers. I'll give them that.
0: <laughs> but the other day when Clark was on the mind walk, the the dream like walk. What do you call it? The dream? Yeah, dream
1: walk. Is it a dream? Yeah. With the with memorial. Lionel. Yeah.
0: He told uh, baby Lex that he wouldn't <laughs> that he'd always be with him. He wouldn't turn his back on him.
1: Well, I mean, Clark isn't human, but he's also
0: Lando. <laughs> Lex did take baby take baby Lex and kill him. Killed his inner child. Is well, this next episode spoilers?
1: That's the episode, that's the episode. Skipping
0: after. skipping, skipping ahead. ahead.
1: Anyway, <laughs> we got another shot of the amazing Vancouver skyline again as. Uh, <laughs> The dreary weather. Oh, gorgeous! I can't <laughs> wait. Um, and yeah, the the driver of the limo shoots Patricia Swan in the head, and um, then we see Lex wiping the blood off the locket. I guess. Okay, I don't know what I was. Why, why my notes said that Lionel took the. Locket.
0: Because the driver took the locket from Patricia, uh.
1: and brought
0: it to Lex, and that's how we know that Lex was responsible for Patricia's death. And then later on, we see the pictures of Lex with the driver, right, because we assumed we were we were we were led to believe that Lionel killed Patricia, but it was a shock to us. It was a big twist at the end that we find out that it was Lex that
1: killed her. her all right, so. We should talk about Veritas, but here's where I have my notes about the writer's strike. Okay. Okay. So on November 5th, 2007, members of the Writers Guild of America went on strike, meaning there were no scripts produced for new episodes of television shows. According to Al Goff, if the strike had persisted for a significant length of time, season seven would have ended with Veritas Mm. and would have included the opening scene of Descent. Um. Both sides are Zoom talks. A few weeks later, it lasted some That would have been awful. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been freaking dark as hell. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you at the end of the season finale, um, well, just think of this as you're watching the season finale and finishing it up. Mm -hmm. They were going to squish events from that as well into Veritas. So it would have been this amazingly jam-packed, claustrophobic episode where so much stuff happens and... It was going to potentially be a series finale if they didn't get renewed. So mm-hmm. just just think on that hashtag. Think on that. Um, so anyway, the week of January twenty first, studios and writers began informal talks. February 9th, WGA released a statement that a deal had been reached and the writers could begin work as early as February eleventh. With the strikes resolution, the CW requested five additional episodes to be produced for season seven. So, <laughs> Veritas uh, aired March 27th. Um, that uh, was the last one that they made, and then they had to kind of clip from it and <laughs> to begin de- begin Descent with. And then Descent actually doesn't air till April 17th. So they had like another month to work on these other five episodes. <laughs> Uh, or four episodes, or five, that's what I should say. Five, yeah. Um, also, uh, unitedhollywood.com did a promotion where if you donated a dollar, it would send a box of pencils to you to send to TV executives to remind them that writers are important. And Alan Miles <laughs> said, if you wrote Smallville on any of the boxes, one lucky winner would get a drawing um, and would get a phone call from Michael Rosenbaum, Erica Durantz, and Laura I love All of them. Yeah. Whoa. Just kind of thanking you. Hey, what's up, Lex Luthor? Here, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and another interesting fact about Veritas is that um, it it lives up to the whole uh, season slash potential series finale because this is the only episode of season seven where all eight characters in the title credits show up. Like every other episode is missing at least one or two. Really? Yeah, but everybody shows up for this episode, so. Shall we talk about Veritas? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, so many facts. Um, but it's interesting stuff, you know. This was like mm-hmm. – I remember I remember this going on being like, oh my god, what the hell? This show's going to end and it's not going to have a good ending, you know? Yeah. No idea that it's was going to really go on for another three seasons. <laughs> really sad. Yeah. Yeah, because
0: everybody – I don't know if people know this, but I mean I don't know how many people know this. I don't know how common knowledge this is. But when yeah. you're signed – to do a show, your everybody's signs a seven-year contract because they want to get that one hundred episodes in. Yeah, and I don't know, things are so different now with uh, streaming services and contracts. Shorter I don't seasons. know how it is, but yeah. So at this time, everybody was contracted for seven seasons, and that's why Buffy ended in season seven because Michelle Geller didn't want to re-up her contract.
1: Let's <laughs> call her Michelle season. Gellar. What I say? You said Sarah, Michelle no, I, said,
0: I think I said Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah was how I think I did. Yeah, I must have uh, uh, dropped out. But yeah, <laughs> it was kind of it was all on her. Yeah, you know, it was her, what she wanted to do, and she was tired, so she didn't up her contract. Yep, re re redo her contract. So I was just wondering what the you know what was going on with this and with it being Rider strike season. <laughs> It's mm, a such a huge complication. Yeah. yeah.
1: There are contracts that are coming. they're they're coming to an end in this season and I will tell you all about all of them.
0: Yeah next week. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> with the way this this episode ugh. Okay. But anyway, you know. We'll get to it.
1: All right. Yeah. This was this could have been the season slash series finale. <laughs> it's craziness. Mm. Um, and we have this interesting opening. We have this, like, hawk watching them. And uh, no, it's not Maui from Moana. It's actually Brainiac.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, this was different because we always get the same uh, establishing shot from the uh, farm. Yeah. It's always the middle of the day, you know, just day, general daytime. And this was, it's early morning. Mm-hmm. What's going on at the farm? At the camp farm, and Kara is up early doing
1: her chores. Yeah, and it's and- not very impressive chores either. Like she she can snap the twine on the hay with her bare hands, but who cares? I like I would have rather seen her planting fence posts or uh, I don't yeah, know, juggling cows or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, doing something that really
1: showed off her strength. Yeah, she's like, look, I can snap this twine very easily. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we got this confrontation between her and James Marsters, who's back. Mm. And Clark ends up throwing him, and we get a soaking wet James Marsters.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's gotten his strength back. He's yep. back full power.
1: Yep. But can he take on both Clark and Kara? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, um, he is pretty tough. Um, so, uh... Meanwhile, we go to the Daily Planet. Jimmy and Lois are teaming up again. I love that Lois has written on her computer, big, cool headline here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they t- they start talking about, like, oh, they're going to make their big feature debut together as, as Lois and Jimmy, you know, a classic, you know, not to them, but to anybody who loves Superman, like the, the classic partners here. Yeah, I mean, they're really cute together. I, yeah. I-,
0: I enjoy their partnership.
1: And they start talking about... <laughs> Patricia Swan who they fished out of the lake Which is such like Again, it's like the Swan Princess thing Now we have Swan Lake <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know if there's a lake Outside of Metropolis But uh, <laughs> uh, So, oh yeah This is where we get that cool shot of the V From Veritas and Lex's face and um, And Meanwhile, Gina The assistant, she's like you know, Lex, usually the things we spend our life searching for are right in front of us. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's so crushing hard on Lex.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and she's been she's been in the background in a couple of episodes yeah. lately. But, it, but just like the Veritas uh, uh, glass, stained glass, we're supposed to think she's been there for years. Yeah. She's been a minion for years. And so she's, <laughs> yeah, she likes him,
1: likes him, likes him. And, uh, Lex is starting to have these memories. And I think, I think that's interesting because, you know, if you're watching, you know, everything that's going on, you know, stuff that Lex doesn't know. Lex doesn't know that Chloe healed him. So it could be that Chloe's healing power actually, um, unregressed these memories, you know? Oh, um, I didn't think about that. he blocked with his mind or maybe just the fact that this bullet went right through his brain and, (laughs) or into his brain. I don't know how the hell that worked, but, uh. Somehow he stayed long enough, alive long enough for Chloe to heal him. And that's the brain that got healed. So, um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I just wrote down, I need Chloe to heal my mind too. <laughs> like, too. I forgot, I've forgotten so much. And, uh, yeah. Um, so we get a flashback of little Lex, little Ollie. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. Little, little Patty and mm-hmm. little Dean Winchester <laughs> playing hide and seek. Did you not know the fourth kid was Jason Teague? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It makes sense because that's their families, you know, that are meeting. Uh, Actually, uh, Jane Seymour was supposed to guest star in this episode in the flashback, but it just couldn't work out. So they had somebody playing Edward Teague. Um, Mm. And we know it's a flashback because Lionel's wearing that black turtleneck again. And, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, it's turtleneck Lionel. That's, that's, uh, you know, late 80s, early 90s Lionel. Uh, <laughs> Andy
0: has a wig on <laughs>
2: Yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> so they're conspiring event against uh, Virgil Swan and Lex is um, Looking in and it's all about this envelope That contains a way to control the traveler And then we get necklaces that hold keys And the, everything's hushed up Because the leader of the group is Virgil Swan And we kind of see his wheelchair coming in And mm. that's yeah. Kind of makes you sad like oh cause we're raved. I'm glad I didn't have like somebody else Playing Christopher Reeve or playing mm-hmm. Swan. Any, yeah. I mean, um, like I said, I've been listening to, to the shoe podcast and they, they thought it would be cool if they had Brandon Routh play. <laughs> uh, Virgil Swan at that time. I'm like, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah. I think that that Superman is supposed to be forgotten
2: about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. There's it. Unfortunately it's like, It was a pretty good movie And now like the Kevin Spacey of it all uh, Really kind of makes me not ever want to watch it again
0: Mm -hmm. And I mean I love Brandon Rao. Me too He he is so funny on Legends of Tomorrow Yeah, he's great on Chuck
1: too As uh, was Kristen Crook I don't know if you remember
0: I never could I could not get into Chuck
1: I watched the first like three and a half seasons And I got really tired of it I never finished it and I heard the finale terrible anyway, so um, don't at me, Chuck Bros. Um, I bought <laughs> your Subway. Uh, <laughs> so uh, J- Lois and Jimmy wearing their Pruners R Us uh, disguises <laughs> do a gotcha interview on Lionel and uh, say he's responsible for Patricia Swan's death and he denies it and... They say he's got the necklace, and look at this photo. It looks like the necklace was yanked off her body. And uh, he doesn't, but he's got the second key. He's got the one from the Teagues, I think? Or the Queens? I'm not sure. hmm Anyway, we now have the most... Uh, the one that made many people who are watching Smallville really upset because all the season they had been teasing that Kara was going to give Clark flying lessons. And it was even in the show's description, like, and Kara gives Clark flying lessons, you know, and right. like, oh, my God, he's going to fly. Oh, my God, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, Kara, like, gives him, like, a boost and he, like, immediately gets turned off by it. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got better things to do than this. Yeah. They give up way too quick. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. What is up with Clark's aversion to, you know, there was always the jokes that he had a uh, that He was afraid of heights.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, they—I can't believe they still did this and still teased about it. They should have. They should have. Uh, so basically, there are like two sides of this whole thing. They did the first side. This the first scene that, which was the flying lessons. Kara doing the boost up, up and away. Clark is tired of it and takes off. Uh-huh. They were supposed to pay that off at the end of the episode, but it got. It didn't get cut because I don't know if it was ever filmed. Maybe it was special effects or whatever. But when Kara and Brainiac go flying off into the clouds at the end of the episode, Clark Mm -hmm. was supposed to fly after them and then, like, get up into the sky and then fall. And it would, like – And it would have been, like, more of, like, a tragic thing. Like, he tried to stop Brainiac, but he couldn't. Like, he just – and he just falls down into the street. Uh Uh-huh. So, that's what it's supposed to do. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that would have been Why did they do that?
1: I have no idea I mean It was Because
0: um, it would have been better than just Brainiac and her flying away Yeah I mean It was just kind of
1: Yeah Blah Anyway We have um, Brainiac Meanwhile While flying lessons are not happening uh, Brainiac is going after Lana And uh, Possessing her Or Like Taking You know Basically possessing her Um and uh, that scene is kind of horrifying because you see his little finger spikes going into his, into her eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Clark. You know
0: that's not going to turn out well.
1: No. Nope. Clark then goes after, what was it Lionel? Oh, he goes to the ISIS Foundation. Lana's not there, but Lionel's there writing a note to Lana. And-
0: yeah, and um, Lionel is acting very odd.
1: Yeah, he's acting more frantic now.
0: Yes, he's scared. Yeah. He's very very scared. What is he scared of? That he will that Lex is framing him for the death of Patricia or is there another this other entity that we don't know about yet?
1: Well, he does say something's coming, something terrible. But he also um um you know, he's worried about he he cares about Clark. He's, you know, in the end, he's
0: that's just what's so weird about Lionel. Like he has Clark kidnapped and tortured.
1: Yeah, well, he but doesn't he have cares him tortured. about Clark. He he puts he has Clark put into a cage that he can't get out of. It was uh it was Pierce slash Chief from BSG. He's the one that had this chip on his shoulder and decided to torture Clark. He was just supposed to okay. keep him in that cage. He was not supposed okay. to like turn up and torture him. Okay, um, that got out of Lionel's control, unfortunately. I he was afraid that somebody was going to open up the envelope and take control of the traveler. So, and now he's worried because uh, you know he found out from Lois and Jimmy that somebody took that necklace from Patricia. So now he's got this last necklace. What's he going to do? And uh, he knows that Lana knows about Lex. So he's leaving Lana a note,
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: uh, and we find out later that he also left a Clark a note or a, a hologram note. <laughs> But uh, I don't know if you noticed, there was this great exterior shot of the ISIS Foundation during the scene uh, where, yeah, Clark's – Lionel's begging for Clark to listen to him and he's like, you're you're less human than I am and doesn't talk to him. He's still looking for Lana. Um, but there's this great exterior shot. I don't know if you noticed. The building looked very interesting. Did you notice that or no?
0: I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean?
1: Well, there was this great exterior shot of it and I just thought the building looked interesting and I was like, oh, I should – Add that to like a lo- one of the locations I want to look for. Well, I just wanted to tell you, Steph, that <laughs> when we go to New York, mm-hmm. when you go to New York, and I meet up with we're going to go to the
0: Assis Foundation.
1: That building is on Greenwich Street. I guess it must be Greenwich Village or something. So I we could we could at least do two Smallville locations together. One is that building. <laughs> what? Which is in New York City, and also the New York Public Library. Inside the lobby of that is where uh, Christopher Reeve shot his scenes for mm. uh, Legacy, and I forget what else. Um, that's where he met with Lionel. There, that was New York Public Library. Okay, <laughs> so we can at least we can at least go to two small filming locations. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go go to Vancouver for it. <laughs> Not very That's
0: weird. I wonder why. Thing. I wonder why.
1: They must wonder have just why. said, I like the look of this building, and they just, they probably had some, somebody had shot it for something else, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what the story is. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Clark arrives home and finds La- Lana burning her hand on the pot handle. Oh,
0: oh yeah, that was oh. freaky.
1: And her eyes are all clouded over. And uh, she writes in Kryptonian, bring Kara to Daily Planet. Meanwhile, Lois and Jimmy now go in the... Everybody, ISIS Foundation's got an open door. <laughs> Nobody's there, but people just walk in and out of it. I love that Jimmy finds the computer sexy.
0: No, yeah. Yeah, they go in and... Oh, it's creepy. They get sexy. <laughs>
1: And, uh, Lionel's got left a note saying he's innocent and has like a left, like a photo of Lex talking to that assassin. So that's where you see that. Mm -hmm. Like, Lionel, why don't you just show Clark that picture? (laughs) I don't know. Not that Clark would have recognized who that assassin was, but so this is awesome. So we see, uh, Lex looking at this aged Newspaper and it's the one that Was Mm. from the pilot that Lionel was Looking at in the helicopter yeah And we see the scene that takes place Before the opening scenes of the pilot Which is Lionel and little Lex in Smallville or in Metropolis getting ready to get on the helicopter for Small Um, are you ready For an adventure son we're going to Travel to a friendly town just Outside Metropolis Ah
0: Just outside, not three Uh, hours away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I love how he says, "Called Smallville." (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, this is this is definitely evil Lionel back here. Like he's arranged for the queens to be killed, and he says, like on the phone, like the traveler is useless unless we can control him. So he knows that the traveler is coming. He must know about this meteor shower. He's going to Smallville to. See what happens, I guess I don't know um, So a little bit of a uh, retconning Because <laughs> in the pilot It was like Lionel was like closing down Farms so he could get the His Luther Corp plants going up Or whatever, mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with Veritas But, you know, it's a good retcon, I think um,
0: Well, he goes along with You know, everything that Lex does, Lex mm-hmm. Kind of covers up everything he does With something
1: Yeah Oh, I love in the flashback how, like, Lionel is talking to Edward Teague about how the Teagues are, like, obsessed with these stupid stones that they're after. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that plot line. <laughs> I remember season four. Um, so Clark finds Kara waiting for Brainiac on the roof, and Brainiac just taunts him. And he says that, like, Lana is aware of what's happening around her. She's in excruciating pain.
0: Excruciating pain, yeah.
1: Completely under my control. And so, they fly away, and they go into space, and they enter some sort of, like, tunnel or something, and it goes boom. And, yeah, that's where the is. Oh, yeah, off. sonic boom. Yeah. So, what well, do you think Brainiac well, wanted? He
0: tells, <laughs> he tells her, well, he tells them that, like, humans, medicine can't fix her. Only I can fix her. So, you've got to let me take Kara, and then I will fix Lana. Right. But it looks like he's. I mean, is he gonna come? Oh, is he gonna come back and fix Lana? I have a feeling this is the last time we see of Lana.
1: Um, um, later on in the episode, I believe Brainiac leaves a very big fu to Clark <laughs> uh, through Lana. But I just wanted to tell you, um, I was confused about what Brainiac wants here. Um, I can't remember really. Um, but
0: he wants something from Kara. What does Kara have that Brainiac wants?
1: Well, uh, one thing is that mysterious bracelet. Um, There is a deleted scene, and I can tell you about it because it's not what ends up happening. I believe the original plan was for him to take her against her will and fly off with her. Clark, jump, not be able to keep flying and fall to the ground. And then there's this deleted scene on um, the Blu-ray. Which takes place in the Amazon rainforest. So I'm assuming that this whole thing of them flying up into space uh, didn't actually – wasn't the original plan because uh, Mm -hmm. Brainiac and uh, Kara are walking through the rainforest and he's like, this is good right here. And he makes her throw her bracelet. And then, like, the scene is funny because it just shows, like, this, like, image, like, JPEG of the bracelet, like, soaring towards the camera. And all around it is literal green screen. (laughs) So I looked it up. And I guess the previous plan was uh, he wanted Kara for her bracelet because the bracelet... Could create her own fortress of solitude down in the Amazon rainforest, and then he was going to absorb power from it and, um, you know, be even more powerful than he was before. And that's what the that's what he wanted Kara for. But I'm not sure what the hell he wants her for now. <laughs> I can't remember. I have an idea, but I don't want to spoil it. If, if I'm mm-hmm. right, so that was what was supposed to happen, <laughs> and it was a part of the, <clears throat> you know. 12 different plots that were supposed to happen in this episode, all squished into... Yeah. Um. Then we have this great scene. Great scene w- between Lionel and Chloe in the Daily Planet where Chloe is, like, not about to believe Lionel, and, like, he says jor changed him. Um, he wants to repent. Something terrible's coming, and, like, he's literally on his knees in front of Chloe. Like, you'd never think you'd ever see something like that. Right. You know, and he's begging, like I really think this is John Glover going. Man, it's almost time's almost up. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my all into this, and I think he really does.
0: Yeah, I mean re- between this episode and the next episode, him and Michael Rosenbaum are amazing. Oh,
1: amazing, yeah. Um, and then, uh, then we have one of Steph's favorite Smallville tropes: uh, Clark, Lana, and an angel in one shot. <laughs> You know, huh? no, you know, okay, cool. Clark and Lana, Lana's sitting in the chair, looking out a window blankly because she's got you know her eyes are fogged over, yeah, and he, and and there's on the other side of her there's like this angel looking over her,
0: oh, it's like a decoration in the room,
1: yeah, it's like this big statue,
0: oh, and yeah. uh,
1: it's such like a season one flashback, like it really works for me because this is like the way we first saw Clark and Lana first bonding over her parents' grave and you know, Clark comes back <gasps> and he's
2: got the angel behind
1: him. Oh, that's what I am saying. That. And you were like, you, you were like, ugh. <laughs> back then, yeah. that's why I said it's one of your favorite trips. But I love it. And, like, honestly, this whole this whole scene is just bring on the freaking tears because they've got that vast song playing. Um,. Clark like closes her eyes and I actually wrote out of my notes. Great, now I can't see and I'm in excruciating pain. Thanks, Clark.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, all I can think is, is this the way Lana Lang goes out? Mm. Is this the last time we see her? Mm. Is this a way they keep the writers can keep her around, just like they put uh, Angus in a well. To pull him out whenever they wanted to, On I-Zombie. you know what I am saying? On a <laughs> okay. zombie, yeah. this is just a way to say we've got Lana tucked away in a home in a hospital, and we can bring the actress back whenever she wants to come back.
1: Uh-huh. Um, well, I can tell you this: this is this is the season that Kristen Crook has uh, missed the most episodes in, mm-hmm. and it is during this time that she goes off to Thailand to film the classic movie Street Fighter. The Legend of Chun Li, mm-hmm. which I will make you watch. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she, she's uh, she's incapacitated and she's in that position. And Kristen's gonna go film a movie right now, so <laughs> but there are lots of things going on. So, I mean, you watch Descent, did you go where the hell is Lana? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, honestly, there's just that that great shot of the angel and Clark and Lana, the silhouette as Chloe is like standing on the edge of the hallway, like watching her like two friends and all they've been through and just starts sobbing. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to cry. But that song is uh, called One More Day by Vast. And it's on the playlist now. <laughs> um
0: I mean, if this had been early Lana and Clark, it would have been sad. But this whole season because Lana and Clark's relationship has been yeah. so strained, yep. it, it's not sad at all to me.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I it's like almost like every once in a while, you know, like the the, the, the friend that hurts you the most, like if they come up to you and put their arms around you <laughs> for a moment you're like all right, I forgive you. <laughs> you know. It, it feels like that to me. It's like, you know, I'm not thinking of Dark Lana when I see that. I think of you know, especially with that angel in the room, I'm like, I'm thinking of Clark and Lana at the beginning, you know, and all they've well, been through.
0: Well, I know, and if this show had been perfect, if this if the Rider Strike hadn't have worked, hadn't have hadn't yeah. have been going on and if this had been the last season, they would have been able to give Lana and Clark a Good close closure Closing Story
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I Just hope that this is not the Her closure because It's ugh,
1: Bad right. so uh, <laughs> Well I will Say I loved it <laughs> So it really Works on me I don't know when they play The music and the, oh, I don't know Anyway we should move on To dissent the one where Lionel descends for 40 stories <laughs> and Lex descends into darkness.
0: Mm-hmm. And just like with Lana, mm. when when Lionel dies mm. and we have somebody with the power to resurrect people. But I know at the end we see Lionel buried. <sighs> this is a genre show. A lot can happen. We have clones. We have yeah. somebody that can heal people. I, I hope this is not... I mean, you know, I, I think it was a very good ending for Lionel. Uh-huh. If this is the ending for Lionel, that was good. That was satisfying. Mm. I'm okay with that. Okay, Lionel, Lionel is a, a fantastic character, and um, John Glover is an amazing actor.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm okay with this.
0: but it's just kind of hard for it to be sad to me, for it to be emotional when I'm like, "Is this skill stick?" I, you know, I, and know. I,
1: I saw you, I saw you posting about that too. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I will throw you a bone here. Clark Mm -hmm. Kent doesn't sprinkle dirt on people that come back. (laughs) Okay? Oh. Lionel is very much dead. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I shouldn't have said that first thing, but Lionel is definitely very dead. (laughs) Like, sprinkling the dirt is very much saying, yeah, he's dead.
0: Goodbye. He's dead. Uh Goodbye. Goodbye, my father.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and it's also just the echoing of what happened in Reckoning, you know. Mm-hmm. The
0: grave scene. Tom Welling looks so good in a suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's go through this episode because I fucking loved it. Like this episode is so goddamn good to me. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so um, Lex. Um, Goes to visit Lionel in the office. He realizes that Lionel went to Smallville to meet the Traveler, and you know, if he needed to, to sacrifice his own son <laughs> uh, because of you know the meteor. He knew that the meteor shower was coming. You know, it could have hurt him, hurt his son. You know, um, and I love how Lionel like go, tries to do like so, like an old Lionel mind game by like, "Hey, what if what if you were the Traveler? Legs? Yeah, <laughs> what if I was just trying to protect you?" um but yeah Lex and for this time he takes that key rips it off his neck and he says I was raised in your shadow and now you're going to die in mine and no one will remember your name and then pushes him out that window which oh. <laughs> uh and by the way uh the whole nobody will remember your name mm-hmm. like smallville is like the most we've ever seen of the character Lionel Luthor even in the comics like he's barely mentioned uh he, I looked up in my Superman encyclopedia uh, that Lytle was a uh, was kind of like a a, a drunken um, a drunken loud that beat on Lex a lot, and Lex actually ended up uh, at least in one incarnation of the the origin story. Lex poisoned him and took his inheritance that way, and that's how he became like this rich um, super villain. <laughs> so.
2: mm.
0: But they just wanted to in Smallville. Uh... They wanted to go over like how Lex became the character he was, and explore how Lionel affected Lex.
1: Right, exactly. I mean, and many mm-hmm. many people. I mean, in explaining Smallville, like it's almost equally how Clark becomes Superman and how Lex becomes Lex. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so, uh, Ly- I love like Lionel just staring. At Lex affectionately and like calmly as he falls, I just
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> he just accepted his fate.
1: Yeah, this is it. it. Obviously, this is this is the cycle of patricide. I killed my father, and now my son is killing me. This is what I deserve. Mm. Um, and yeah, this would been that would have been the last moments of Veritas <laughs> and the end of the season. If we, the writer strike messed things up, um, and maybe even the end of the series. <laughs> Which has just been oh, like, wow, what a... So,
0: it was Jason Teague's father who sprayed the neurotoxin albuterol into Gina's mouth.
1: Uh, no. No, that's not true. where oh, are you reading okay. this? <laughs>
0: I'm not reading anything. I just figured it out.
1: Oh, no. No, that's not because
0: true. Because I, I was... It's not? No. Well, who sprayed the neurotoxin inhaler into her mouth?
1: This killer guy. We'll find out. Okay. We'll find out. It's Teague. Okay. Okay. You've either figured it out or you mm-hmm. have not. And I can't, and, and I'm not a spoiler, <laughs> so I can't tell you either. Lionel's dead, though. I was just going to say. <laughs> Lionel's okay. Lionel's dead. Okay. dead. Lionel's dead. Okay. So I love, I love loved this next scene where, you know, like they're in the Daily Planet. Clark, Clark and Chloe are looking for Brainiac on the computer. And there's all of a sudden these lights are going on outside, um, the daily planet. And you remember that Luther Corp is right next door. So I love this whole shot of them coming out of the daily planet and walking across the streets of Luther Corp. It's, mm-hmm. it's, that's not like a set they built. That is the, that is midtown Vancouver right there. Uh, hmm. or Metropolis, I should say. Uh, and I just love that whole thing. That whole thing was set up. And, uh, and Lex talking to Maggie Sawyer, who shows up and, you know, Lionel committed suicide. I heard it from my office. And then this, you know, little, little Lex is standing off and he's just like, you killed dad, you know? And then this other great shot, like, I, oh, I got this episode. Clark on one side of the, the line, just kind of like staring on, un- unbelievingly, he, like he knows Lex killed his father, like it, 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 this was this all led to this. Like, Lionel wouldn't just kill himself, and how he just kind of like follows Lex, you know, on the other side of the line, and they just kind of look at each other, and Lex just kind of like looks back sadly, like, "Yeah, yeah," <laughs> you know. That shot just so well done, um, and uh, you know, being with Clark and Lex for like you know almost almost an entire seven seasons now, you like, I just you just get what's going on. You don't have to hear any lines coming from them hmm But <clears throat> um So yeah, Gina is seals her fate because she like comes into the Lex's office, like, Oh listen, we got this. We'll get the locket. we got the locket and I'm not gonna tell on you. And um and then Lex like opens the locket and discovers there's no key in it, and that's when little Lex is like, You shouldn't have done it and Lex screams back, I had no choice and like throws the whiskey bottle into the fire. Mm-hmm. Such great stuff,
0: <laughs> and then he kills his. Is this where he? Uh, no, ki- no, no, he no It's me. later. Oh, it's
1: okay. later. It's later. That's like the the climax. Uh, all right, so Clark goes into Lionel's vault. I love how they he finds this like uh, Kryptonian kind of puzzle. cylinder puzzle thing that has yeah. like a, and it says for Kal in the event of my death. But I love that it's hiding behind uh, Nietzsche's Beyond Good and Evil because it's the <laughs> whole Man or Superman thing. Of course Yes My greatest accomplishment is protecting your life and serving you Two keys unlock the secret to controlling you You must save yourself Somebody save me um, Meanwhile, Jimmy took this inexplicable picture This is the only part of the episode where I'm like, come on They had to somehow work Lois and Jimmy into the episode to give them their due But still, this is, like, how the hell did Jimmy get this picture? <laughs> I mean, Really?
0: Well, I bought it. I, I liked it.
1: I am to be taking uh, a picture of like, Lois.
0: <laughs> yeah. she's was like, oh, Jimmy, schoolboy crushed, you know. Yeah. Anyway, well, go ahead.
1: It looks like I'm going to need some ISIS powered Photoshop. <laughs> so let's go walk ourselves into the ice because everybody's got keys to that place. Um,
0: yeah. And <laughs> Chloe can do it, but it's going to take her several hours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, enhance, <laughs> enhance. 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 <laughs> Um, And uh, we have this great uh, Confrontation between Chloe and Lex Lex shows up, he's looking for that key L- Lionel was there before And it looks like when Lionel was on his knees next to Chloe He like slipped that key into her desk And uh, She lies about the key being there And Lex fires her mm-hmm. Chloe Sullivan Not a reporter for the Daily Planet anymore
2: Oh
0: No but what was it later on she said, uh, let's still talk about my nine to five. I was dying to get out of there anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I guess it would be just miserable working for Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you're, you, I've got my dream job. I have such opportunity. Ah, oh, crap. Now I work for Lex Luthor. Shit. I got to get out of here.
1: Yeah. I mean, ask anybody in Trump's cabinet, I suppose.
0: <laughs> yeah. <know. laughs> I work in the White House. Oh, hell, I work in Trump's White House.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the dream of my life. I've been working all my life to get here. Or, I've paid off and bribed uh, so many people to get here. I've I've gotten so many favors. I'm finally in the office where I definitely don't deserve to be, but somehow lucked my way into, and i got to work for this guy. (sighs) I feel bad and definitely don't feel bad at the same time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, uh, 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 Chloe for Secretary of State, just saying. Um, Okay. uh, Yeah, Gina puts her hand on Lex's shoulder. We did it, Lex. Girl. You got to back off. You are trying way too hard, and it's yeah, not good.
0: And this is not the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Lex even realizes what you're doing because <laughs> he's in such despair.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, and he just keeps giving her like these like haunted, or, like half smiles. Like yeah, whatever. Just do the job, and I'm definitely going to be killing you soon. <laughs> and uh, so he
0: killed her. Is it, Lex is the one that killed her? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Well, we'll get to it. Um uh all right. I love how Gina stumbles onto the phone. Where <laughs> I love it. I love that Chloe's uh, abandoned phone has advanced now two plot lines. Like Black Canary found her phone and discovered that she worked for Oliver Queen. <laughs> now, uh, Gina finds Chloe's phone and there's a text from Jimmy's like Lionel's definitely not as as Lex totally killed her. Uh we have a photo proof. Come here and we'll give it to you. We need help. You <laughs> know. Look, yeah. Okay, let me just follow this. So uh But it,
0: I mean I know what you're saying about Lex um, not Lex about uh Lois and Jimmy because this whole fight with Gina and then she puts him in the freezer and Lois is shot and yeah. Jimmy's trying to keep her awake and That was so boring. Like it's kind of it's
1: it's kind of filler for this. It's like okay, we Mm -hmm. need we need we need something for these two characters to do. Let's put them in a meat locker. Apparently, the Daily Planet has a kitchen and an enormous meat locker from the shining. (laughs) 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 Um, And uh, let's see. So uh, let's see, Clark. Tell Clark what you did. He's our friend. I don't know why I wrote that. Oh, oh, that's a little is telling telling uh, Lex when uh, Clark and him have this showdown in the mansion. And Lex really is just goading Clark. Like, our fathers were alike. They're smart, strong-willed, and they died prematurely. And they are mm. both, of course, proud of you as a son. Mm. And Clark says, you're just about, you know, I, we were friends, but you're now just about power and control. And Lex says that someone had to protect the world. And then he's like, he tells Clark, he's like, oh, you're such a perfect son. Something must have stressed your dad out. Something must have caused that heart attack. (laughs) And uh, that's when Clark's just like, I I know you killed your dad and I have proof. And then he leaves. So good scene. Good scene.
0: But then that's when Gina erases the photo.
1: Of course. And then even better, uh, it's a Smallville tradition But when Clark and Chloe are talking to each other about things they already know and talking Mm -hmm. in more of an expository way, Mm -hmm. it's usually because someone's hiding behind a corner and listening. (laughs) 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 Listen, we don't want everybody to know that you have powers and that kryptonite can hurt you and those keys will help control you because you're the traveler. (laughs) Gina's like, hmm? (laughs) Uh, I think the one thing that was kind of cool that we got out of the... Uh, Lois and Jimmy being held in the meat lockers we had this scene where Clark breaks in and, and like warms them with heat vision i thought that was a cool effect
0: it really was and then he leaves before they can see that it was him i don't
1: know jimmy sees something He's. i think he saw like a silhouette in the in the smoke where clark was standing you know he
0: sees the blur
1: yeah <laughs> <sighs> and so yeah um So Gina is leaving the ISIS foundation. She leaves a message on Lex's phone saying she knows who the traveler is when an unknown man comes from behind her and poisons her.
0: See, that's why I don't think it's Lex. Mm. Because Lex needs to know who the traveler is.
1: That's true. I'm just wondering, like, did he set this guy after Gina when, like, see, it doesn't make sense. I suppose Lex would probably want to know that whatever job he sent her to do is done before having her killed. Because she definitely wanted to have her killed. <laughs> but Why also, would
0: Lex want her killed?
1: Because she knows too much. I mean, she's loyal, but she's also in love with them. And if she, he doesn't return that love, she might turn volatile. Oh, okay. I see that. But I can also see that maybe somebody else is involved. I guess we'll find out.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Um, all I know is this is a terrible death, by the way. Like
0: Oh yeah, it's terrifying. You're paralyzed.
1: You can't do anything. And the last thing you hear as you're slipping into the ether is that annoying open car door alarm. Bing, bing, bing. I want to shoot myself as I'm getting in my car every time. <laughs> just like stop. So the did, they, did they did they
0: did they run the car into the water?
1: No, I think he just like left her in the car and the door opened so somebody could just find her.
0: Okay. In my imagination she was uh the car was drove into the water.
1: No, I think it's <laughs> so, lucky. Like I think he left her in the car. That's what I was like expecting. the daily planet or something. Mm.
0: So she like suffocated because she yeah. couldn't breathe. Yeah. Ooh, terrible. That's like waking up during surgery.
1: Ooh. So here's the scene you keep, you've been wanting to talk about. And I, I totally understand the whole thing where little Lex is telling Lex, you can't get rid of me. There's still good inside of you. And Lex is, he's about to take off to Zarek and little Lex doesn't want him to go. Lexis, I am done listening to you. And we get this disturbing scene of Michael Rosenbaum dragging little Connor Stanhope <laughs> down the stairs and then saying, You make me weak and then holding him in a fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just <laughs> freaky. Over well, here. Go ahead. You want to? Say, did you want to say something about it?
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it is. For he killed his inner child. Yeah, the only innocence and the good that was in him. He's totally bad now. Uh huh. So why did Clark give up on him? I thought Clark was. I thought Clark after uh, the episode where they find they go to Detroit Factor. and get. Uh, fracture yep. I thought that after that episode Clark was going to be like oh I remember my old friend Lex there's good in him I'm not going to turn my back on him
1: his good friend just pushed his father out of a window I think he's pretty much like okay I'm done <laughs> and like that father was a father figure to Clark in the end yeah So I think he's done with Lex he's pissed and he's going to make sure he goes to jail <sighs> <sighs> And uh, yeah, and he even spends the next scene. I love this next scene with him and Chloe. And he's like, "Every father figure in my life has died because of me." And yeah. How does a son murder his own father? Anna? Okay. And then
0: Chloe's lines are awful. Oh really? They make me what? Well, yes.
1: Total absence Some of love. Say- the definition of evil. I thought that was
0: good. I understand the sentiment, but some say
1: some say the total uh, yeah.
0: absence is of. I just hated it. I uh, hated it. I hated I
1: it. I suppose it could be could have been done better. I just thought I thought it was interesting that yeah, like if you don't have any love at all, mm-hmm. you're, you're evil. I don't know. Yeah, because
0: everybody you're all everybody's trying to figure out when people do terrible things. Why? 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 You know, when you go yeah. shoot up a, a classroom full of kids, why? Yeah. First thing you want to know, but so.
1: You've lost the ability so to love Chloe or have any sort of compassion. Solved,
0: Chloe has solved the school shooting problem. Yeah, I guess so. Love. Chloe
1: Chloe's Chloe's <laughs> figured out why why evil. No love. Yeah, <laughs> no love. <laughs> um, so Clark says he's not going to let Lex kill anybody else, and uh, we find out he finds out that. Uh, Lex's Lionel's uh, burial is uh, closed to the public and uh, Clark's just like, well, I'm, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go pay (laughs) respects. And it's just this amazing, again, Vancouver in the background. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Most importantly,
1: uh, Daily Planet and like Luther Corp in the background, you know? So it's like these two towers are standing behind them. And these, these two men who are symbols of each of these places, you know, some in the future, some in the past, you know, um, are meeting over this one thing, you know.
0: And when Clark, I guess when he bends down to get the uh, dirt, Lex smiles yeah. out of one corner of his mouth. Yeah. He's happy to see Clark
1: unhappy, pain in pain? I think he's happy that Clark showed up. I think it's some sort mm-hmm. of sick way, Lex, yes, mm-hmm. he murdered his father. But he's also grieving, and he's got nobody to share that grief with. Nobody else. And he won't let anybody else share it with him. But no matter what, his friend is still there, or his mm-hmm. former friend. And like I just think that he's just happy that Clark is there to honor his dad, as twisted as that is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See, I kept waiting for it to be that Lex wasn't in control of himself when he killed Lionel. Yeah. Nope. I was expecting there to be some twist.
1: We have... Become Lex Luthor, like there is, like, and especially with the killing of his inner child, it's it's kind of silly as that sounds to talk about. I just, I think mm-hmm. it was well done. Like he killed yeah. his inner child. Oh, it's like a big psychology uh, one hundred and one thing, 40, or what? 40, yeah, that? yeah. But I think it works. I, I don't know. I, I like yeah. this. Like this is where the line is drawn. Like this is it. There's no turning back. Lex is now Lex Luthor.
0: Yeah. Just that, that, that Stan Hope kid. The kid, it's, it represents any good that was left in him mm-hmm. before the meteor. That's the thing. This kid was before the meteor shower.
1: Right. And it was cool. And- I mean, we had, obviously, it's not the same kid from the pilot, but it was cool that we had a flashback in Veritas to show this kid. This is Lex before all this shit happened to him hmm so we saw this kid get kind of abused by his father in uh fracture, you know, and this kid is now gone. <laughs> we just have Lex, oh, I love it, I love the show,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great uh, I just uh, again is season seven is this is this the end of Lex's arc? Hmm. are we at the end? Hmm.
1: Episode of the week, hero. Traveler. I mean, it's so sad. It's just so
0: sad.
1: <laughs> it is sad, isn't it? It's so sad. Uh, Let's we'll talk. No Emmy for michael finale.
0: Rosenbaum.
1: Yeah, no Emmy, and and you know he and it's like now he's like doing a podcast. You know, <laughs> like I just he should be like he should.
0: I know. Be doing then, so much and more, and you realize that. What's so sad is if he hadn't got this role playing Lex, he would have been in little bit parts in his friends movies. Maybe he would have gotten to be in a Tarantino movie, Mm -hmm. but he it's almost like the chance to play Lex Luthor on the WB. He knew he wouldn't win any awards, a lot of people wouldn't see him, but really as an actor, Michael Rosenbaum has just grown so much since season one, and to see his progression is just, I just,
1: oh, gosh, just, just to amazing. See him, just to see him in this episode, like, he looks like, like, like he looks bigger than he was before. He looks and, – and those suits really add some bulk to him. He looks like Lex mm-hmm. Luthor now. Like, really. Yeah,
0: because he used to – he was skinny. Yeah. He's skinny and lanky. He got long arms and legs and, yeah, he needed – because especially next to Tom Welling.
1: Who also should be commended. I have not – he has not been any more Superman than he's been in these few episodes, too. Like, he's really mm-hmm. – like,
0: Oh, my God, Tom Welling in a suit. Oh, <laughs> can we just go back to that?
1: <laughs> Alright, well listen, we should wrap this up. Hero, traveler, veritas, or descent. I'm gonna pick descent. Obviously, it's I think it's it soars above the others. Um Hero is mm-hmm. the very bottom. Oh, it is uh-huh. awful. I hate it. I don't like watching that episode, and now I know now I'm reminded why I don't like that episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: traveler and Veritas. Um some scrambling, some good stuff, some bad stuff.
0: I mean like, see on the way uh Lionel, uh, how uh, John Glover acted his his performance leading up to his death, his like sniveling, s- scared, yeah. so not Lionel Luther, you know, right. so un Lionel Luther.
1: Yeah. It was amazing. And it's great because it's like, it's not like the actor is like now portraying, like, you can see he's making a conscious choice of portraying that. Uh, again, because of the flashbacks, you get to see. Young Lionel You also get to see You know Like abusive Lionel Like you get to see those He can pull out that season one Lionel If he wanted to But he's He's playing him as a changed man Um Yeah John Glover Tip, tip my hat to you sir You are
2: Incredible mm-hmm. Incredible
1: Alright Uh So Here are the episode titles for next week Um you, Do you agree with me by the way Descent is the best Of the week
0: Yeah it is uh,
1: Okay um, the next and week...
0: hero is god awful.
1: <laughs> next week it's uh, sleeper. Sleeper, mm-hmm. okay. Apocalypse.
0: See that's the thing. Wait. See that's what I was thinking. I was thinking there was that Lex was like a sleeper mm-hmm. agent, like a sleeper. What am I trying to say? You know, like
1: he wasn't in control of the Like his A Manchurian body. Candidate.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Nope. <laughs> He's like okay. Luther. Uh, okay. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Is Brainiac back? I'm not answering things. Uh, quest. And then finally, Arctic, the season seven finale, episode 20. <laughs> here are your okay. teases. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I love it. This is like the last time I can tease you for, for reals. And, you know, next. For the, no, for, for because
0: I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I know that there's characters. Like this, and some characters like that, and these people come back, and yeah. But
1: I'm assuming overall, you're gonna be like you're gonna I have be to like have me.
2: No
1: idea. I I barely remember these last three seasons. I haven't watched them since they aired. Um, as well, I, it's not like these are seasons that I've rewatched. I think I've rewatched more early Smallville than I've rewatched later seasons. You know, I probably rewatched early Smallville thinking I was going to get to the later seasons, but it's mm-hmm. not until I force you to podcast with me that I could get all the way through the show without being distracted mm-hmm. by something else. Um, but I'm afraid, you know, there are going to be times when I tease you and you're going to be like, oh yeah. Yep. I remember. (laughs) So this Uh will be the last time I can do it without that happening. Anyway. Okay. First tease. Chloe is in trouble. And the only one who can save her is Jimmy Bond or (laughs) Olson. Okay. Uh A new set is introduced. The hottest night spot in Metropolis, which looks strangely like Oliver's apartment. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> okay uh, It's a wonderful life, Clark Kent <laughs> Your next tease is The 150th episode of Smallville Directed by Tom Welling
2: Aww
1: Your next tease Clark visits Montreal <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Illyrio is guesting <laughs> <of> Smallville, okay <laughs> Uh, Next tease Not everyone from the Veritas group is dead Dot 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 Uh, Your penultimate tease The 75th appearance of Clark in a blue shirt and red jacket Uh, Right? There's so much to work with here And finally I'm going to read what I wrote A huge huge episode that I don't want to even tease Because it may be the last one you haven't seen (laughs) <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> okay. So
0: it's, is the is episode twenty? Is it really good?
1: I remember is it, it satisfying? being good.
0: You remember I, it being satisfying?
1: I remember it being really good. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, honestly, I remember a couple things from that episode, and uh, it's it's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big okay. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. Uh, we'll catch you all next week And you're welcome for the Jesus, we've been talking a while Extra long episode of We Don't Want to Wait This is what happens when I have nobody At home with me
0: <laughs> We have no time constraints at all No
1: time constraints at all I'm Not doing it quickly after an iZombie podcast In the middle of the night But uh, maybe next week will be shorter um, Okay,
0: no, it won't be <laughs> Bye everybody <laughs> Bye
2: Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah Holding to a mug, got my last sip of coffee down I know just what I crave, it's sweet and somewhat brown Maybe topped with whipped cream Maybe hot or cooling down The way tells me that she's sorry Didn't think she'd turn around And say that it's too late subscribe Mississippi.